Hello and welcome. My name is Amelia, otherwise known as DJ EJ, and this is Club Crime, a true crime broadcast recording live at KTCU. How are we doing, guys? Um, today's a big day because Club Crime is officially 30 flirty and thriving that's right this is the 30th episode of club crime and i couldn't be more grateful for all the support and all of just the listeners that have reached out to me and followed my social media and hey if you want to be one of those followers, you want to be one of those supporters, then please support me by listening to Club Crime on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. And if you haven't followed us on social media yet, then what are you doing? Go follow at Club Crime Official on Instagram and Twitter slash X. But it is time. It is time, everyone. For me to introduce the super special, special guest tonight, the one, the only, my best friend, Mr. Jackson Phillips. I'm back! You're back! Oh my gosh, how have things been? They've been wonderful, and I'm so excited you're here, because I'm I have a little bit here. of a story to tell you. Okay. So last week... My parents are asking me on the phone. I call my parents every Sunday night and, mm -hmm. and or Sunday afternoon, and I talk to them. I tell them about my week, and they always ask me, Amelia, who's your guest going to be on Club Crime tomorrow night? And I always tell them. I always tell them. And last week, I said, well, it's going to be Jackson, because a week before that, you had said, oh, I'm going to be on the, I'm, like, I'll be on that night, because I had asked you a week prior. So then I text you Monday, and I say, Hey, you're still coming tonight, right? No. I get a no, but maybe next week. So I got my parents all hyped up for the Amelia and Jackson show. For us to talk and for us to have a little bit of a girl talk time. But no. Someone didn't show up. It's not that I didn't show up. I was just... I had to cancel last minute. Mm. Mm. I'm I, sorry. I get it. No, it's okay. I just thought it was really funny because after the fact, um, so last week's guest was Grace, not my roommate Grace, but KTCU Grace, DJ Grace, and um, my mom sent me this very like surprise text saying, I was really expecting Jackson, and this is not Jackson. But my mom has texted already, and she wants you to um, know that she says hi. Hi, Amelia's mom. And that um, my cat is hearing my voice on the radio right now and is apparently meowing at me. So, Hello, Amelia's cat. Annabelle. Annabelle. Like the doll? Like the doll. See, I didn't know about the doll when I named her, but she doesn't really go by Annabelle. She just answers the name Kitty, so we just call her Kitty. Period. You know, we love a good little shortened nickname. I, I, love, I love that name, Kitty. But how have things been? What have you been up to since the last time you've been on? You know, I've been up to... Let's see, when was the last time I was on? I was on before the trials. So I did the trials back in November. Which was a little play that TCU a, put on. It was a little play. Then I 
Went back home for like four days and did the Nutcracker Ballet. Which you got paid to do. And you got flown in. I got paid and my flight got paid for it. So that was a fun little treat. Uh, And then went home for Christmas break and chilled out. And now I'm back here ready to get back to work. I have a drag show coming up. Which I'm also in. Which she is also in. I'm so excited for that. But anything going on in your life recently in relation to true crime? Um, not nothing like too true crimey. Okay. Yeah, nothing that I can talk about on air. Oh, see, (laughs) see, I know, but they can't know. (laughs) You and I though are on the same (laughs) wavelength right now, but. Honestly, I, I've never answered this question. Nothing really happened to me at all. Nothing ever true crimey happens to me. I mean, we could we could make something happen. We could. The joke around KTCU is that the final episode is going to be like me in prison, like talking about the, and the episode is going to be about me uh-huh. and like what I did. I just haven't decided yet like what I, I want to do. Oh, so this is just you getting ideas. This is me getting ideas. Like, I haven't picked out specifically, like, which little crimes I want to do, but um, I'll get there eventually. Okay. Maybe some money laundering. Maybe some money laundering. Maybe some tax fraud. Um, The joke always is, um, in high school, I did a video for my local juvenile hall. And I basically got fully booked inside. It was a fake arrest. Like I was, I wasn't actually arrested, but they filmed me as if I were an actual kid getting like booked and arrested and going to juvenile hall. And so, was this like a job? Like, did you get paid? I didn't get paid. I got free food. But this is like whenever your modeling career took this off. This is when my modeling career took off, and they said mm, she's giving prisoner chic. But. Um, in the video, my crime is I steal a purse from a woman's car. Um, but mm-hmm. in my head, my crime was tax fraud and arson. What? I just think that's a Two great... Two separate ends of the crime spectrum. Exactly, but I think that would just be such an iconic like double crime. Tax fraud and... Arson. Arson. Like, tax fraud is the long game. And then when I'm finally about to get caught, I'll just do some arson to throw them and off. And you burn all your tax documents exactly period and that i think is just the perfect crime you hear that the irs also i hope no one listening right now is taking any of this seriously but um no take all of it seriously trust everything you hear trust everything you hear especially from me (laughs) don't worry i use wikipedia as a credible source (laughs) i do too Listen, there's no there's no shame in Wikipedia. There's no shame in Wikipedia. I say that every episode. There's no shame in Wikipedia. Also, half the time I write a paper, it's my own opinion. True. It's literally like me just being like, I think this because of this. And then here's a random quote I found on the internet. I mean... And then usually like a 90 or 95. And I'm like, mm. yeah. Hey, and at least you're better than the people using ChatGPT. Mm, I know. Those ChatGPT people get on my nerves. Especially whenever they get caught... And they're like, I can't believe this happened. Exactly. And also, like, I understand it's kind of annoying to write an essay, but there's a certain little joy in, like, putting your own words down on the paper and, like, finishing an essay is always, like, such a nice feeling. See, I feel like it'd be harder for ChatGPT to write me an essay and then me have to go in and basically rewrite all of it. Exactly. You're just doing double the work. You're doing double the work. All right. Well, 
Are you ready for me to tell you your guest duties for tonight? I am so ready. All right. Well, I am going to tell you a true crime story. It is your job to react, ask questions, add in your own personal anecdotes, and just add to the story in any way that you want. Does that make sense? Of course. Well, I just got a text from my mom saying, what is the story tonight? And mom, that's not how this works. You know how this works. I, it's a surprise story. You get to learn when everyone else learns. Most of the time. Well, you have to tell all the listeners that and promise them that I did not tell you what the story is going to be tonight. No, but I got a little hint you as got to a little what it hint could be about. That it's intense. I got a little hint that it's in the woods. And it is in... It's not in the woods. It's in the wilderness. Oh, okay. I don't... Because it's not... Where this took place is not a wooded area, but it is a wilderness area. Yeah, the picture you posted looked like it was in the desert. Is it in California or like Nevada or something? Not even close. Oh, okay. Tonight's story is the backpack, backpack beheadings in Morocco. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dora the Explorer got lost. Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, not quite, but... Not quite. Good guess. Backpack, backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Sources for tonight's story include CBS News, the BBC, the Global Terrorism Database, Reuters.com, France 24 News, and we know her, we love her, Miss Wikipedia. Did you say the global terrorism database? Mm-hmm. This was a terrorist attack? We'll get into it. Okay. Um, my mom sent me a text saying, intense, like T-E-N-T-S, or intense. And I'm thinking my mom knows about this story because this does involve a tent. A tent? A tent. But we'll get into it. All right. So Background. Louisa Vesterager Jesperson, 24, from Denmark, and Marin Uland, 28, from Norway, were both students at the University of Southeastern Norway. The pair both studied outdoor recreation and nature guidance. Both That's a women, cool major. What? That's a cool major. Isn't that sick? I know. I want to do that. Both women loved to travel and be outdoors. Jesperson had traveled around the world to countries such as Argentina, Peru, and eventually Norway. She had even applied for participation in the Fall Raven Polar Expedition in 2017 and 2018. And yes, that Fall Raven, the Fall Raven that made the Fall Raven Kankens that took the high school girl world by storm in 2017. Oh, the It Girl bag. The It Girl bag. The, the Fall Girls. Raven is a outdoor, um, outdoor company that makes like backpacks and hiking gear. But they do fund this expedition to the polar region. Can I get on my soapbox real quick? Mm-hmm. What is up with the rich girls needing the outdoor equipment? You got the. Fjall Raven Kinkin bags. Mm-hmm. You got the Stanley Cups, which are, it's a camping company. Mm-hmm. And then you need a Land Rover because you do that much off-roading that you need your car to be able to drive up vertically. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm thinking facts right now. You are? I just think it's really funny because I have like an outdoor backpack, basically. I don't have a kankin, but I have a, what's it called? Um, 
a North Face bag. I mean, like, that's okay. I'm talking about the rich girls th- who I know for a fact are not... Have never stepped foot on the mountain. Are not roughing it in the wilderness that they need their water to be cold for 72 <laughs> hours. Who have don't never, need to be able to drive up a mountain. Have never been on a hike ever in their life. Have probably lived in Texas their entire lives where there's no... It's flat. It's those girls where I'm like, huh. Hmm. What do you need that for? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak because I do have like a North Face bag. And I mean, but I've also, I live near mountains. I've gone on hikes. I used to go to like Mammoth, California and Yosemite. Like I've been outdoors. I love the outdoors. I love the outdoors. But anyway, leading up to her trip to morocco jesperson made a post on her facebook telling her followers that she would be making a trip to morocco and wanted to know if anyone knew anything about mount tubkal mount tubkal is located in the atlas mountains and is the highest peak in north africa it is a popular place for trekkers and skiers the most common way to approach the mountain is the way that jesperson and Euland approached it is to travel south from Marrakesh, then pass through the village of Emil to reach the mountain. Jesperson and Yulin arrived in Morocco on December 9th, 2018, and traveled to Emil to begin their trek. The women traveled up the mountain until nightfall before setting up camp for the night. And now we can get into the attacks. But before we get into this heavy stuff, once again, my mom has texted me saying that my cat is currently biting my mom's phone because she can hear me talking through the phone and she's going crazy hearing my voice, but I'm not actually there. My mom hasn't texted me, so Ugh. feeling a little left out, mom. Mm. Mom, send a text to Jackson mom, so that send he won't a text be, to me. He be, won't be left out. So getting Actually, into the a, attacks. that's a lie. She's texted me three minutes ago saying <gasps> I'm listening. Never oh, mind, Mom. Well, so you're a liar. <laughs> no, I just don't check my phone during interviews and podcasts. Mm-hmm. Because you're such a popular person. Because I'm and a popular you're so person and I'm so professional. <laughs> so getting into the attacks. A week before the attacks, four men in Marrakesh shared a video on social media pledging allegiance to ISIS. In the video, one man stated, quote, keep fighting the enemies of Allah. Wherever you are, you have no excuse and be informed that we are your supporters. You have allies among us, end quote. Wait, comment to this on her post or comment post? This is what they said in their video that they posted online. Before the attacks. Before the attacks. Okay. This so far has like nothing, quote unquote, to do with the two women. Okay. The leading theory is that the men had seen Jesperson's Facebook post and had chosen them to become examples of their allegiance to the ISIS terrorist group. The men then likely stalked the women as they made their way up the mountain, isolated from any nearby civilization. It is believed that Marin Euland was attacked first. The men used knives to stab Euland, then behead her. Some people claim that footage of this attack on Marin exists online, though this has never been proven. Jesperson's attack, however, was recorded and posted online. The footage shows Jesperson being tortured and beheaded by the four men. Before she is killed, Jesperson could be heard calling out for her mother. 
Once beheaded, Jesperson's head is picked up and placed inside of her tent. Then the video concludes. What do you mean the video concludes? Like, they have, like, an outro or something? They just stopped it. Yeah, it was, like, you know how, like, Minecraft videos end with, like, the, like, dubstep remix and, like, don't forget to like and subscribe. No, it wasn't that. And I want to say as a warning, you can, unfortunately, find this video footage online. Don't go looking for it. I didn't, but I do know that it can still be found on very shady websites. So if you want to probably be, like, tracked by, like, the dark web, go by all means go find it. We're all being tracked by the dark web, darling. I'm sure we all are. We all are. But I'm on the part of the internet that I play, like, cool math games. Also, like, the thing is, you think that in this digital age, if someone wanted to find you, they could find you. True. Like, if someone really wanted to come out looking for me, they could find me. And that's scary. Hey, let's not give, like, the listeners um, ideas. Let's not give the listeners ideas. But also, I mean, yeah, I think it's pretty easy to find anyone that you wanted to with enough, you know, conviction and enough knowledge of the internet. However, I don't have that, and I will stick to playing. I don't either. And I will stick to playing my Roblox and Club Penguin. Thank you very much. I'm going to stick to Amazon shopping during class. (laughs) Sorry, Mom. And that is simply me. Um, I did, in fact, play um, cool math games during one of my classes today. And I'm not ashamed of that. I did, in fact. um, I got all my work done, and I played cool math games. I spent half of one of my classes today texting one of my friends the lyrics to Pure Honey. But line by line. Um... And then I realized that I was supposed to be reading something out loud. And we were reading a play and I come up on my line and I was like, oh, crap. And this so I had to <laughs> scroll. I had to go scroll and find it. And be like, it was like a one word thing. It was like, stop or something. <laughs> I was like, oh. Hey, and then but, I went back to texting her line But I'm by sure line. you ate that one line. And I'm sure you ate it. I went, stop exactly all the pretty boys to the floor (laughs) (laughs) okay well let's get into the investigation okay so it took a while for the women's bodies to be discovered though on december 17th 2018 two french hikers found jesperson and yulin's bodies near a trail leading directly up to mount tibcall from the emil village and this was eight days after they had been killed that's how remote this is. Okay. By this time, the beheading video had unfortunately been viewed all over the world. Although it was alerted to authorities, it was not connected to the Jesperson and Yulin beheadings until after the bodies were found. Moroccan and Norwegian police both became involved. Police had no leads until the campsite was searched. There, police found an ID belonging to... Abderahim Kayali, who was quickly apprehended as a suspect. Three other men, Abdesamad Ejud, Rashid Afadi, and Yunez Auziad, I hope I'm saying that right, were then arrested on a bus in Marrakesh for possession of bladed weapons and association to Kayali. 
These four men were connected to their video regarding their allegiance to ISIS. At Jude, 25, organized the murders, while Uziad, 27, and Afiti, 33, filmed the murders. Kiali, 33, was a part of the expedition up the mountain, but left before the killing. Killings, sorry. In connection with the men, 20 other suspects were arrested in relation to the attack. All of the defendants were charged with forming a terrorist cell. Only three of the suspects, Abdesimad Ajud, Yunez Auziad, and Rashid Afadi, were charged with murder, and only one suspect, Ajud, admitted to the beheading. 20 of the male suspects were given various sentences of 5 to 30 years in prison for their involvement in the terrorist group. In July of 2019, the three men charged with murder were given death sentences, though no executions have been carried out in Morocco since 1993. Kayali was given life in prison, though this was later elevated to the death penalty for being a part of the mountain expedition. On October 31st, 2019, the death sentences were appealed and then upheld in a northern Moroccan court. The four prime suspects were ordered to pay 190,000 euros or 2 million dirham, which also equals $209,000 in US dollars, to the parents of Marin Uland, to the parents of Marin Uland, sorry. As of today, three of the four men still await execution. Kiali committed suicide in his prison cell on February 28, 2023. He was awaiting execution in a prison in Ajuda, which is a major Moroccan city. Hmm. So we'll get into the aftermath, but that's pretty heavy stuff. Yeah. Huh. My mom texted me in the, in the middle of that. And what did she say? She's now she's now giving me she's live she's live texting. She's live texting. Okay, what did she um, say? She said, "Let's look." She said, "I don't pay outrageous tuition costs for you to bleep around in class." <laughs> Is that it? Um, she okay. So this is the whole she said i'm listening i have texted you obviously <laughs> yes let's not really with the side eye emoji this is what i pay for question mark and then the comment about i pay around. <clears throat> yeah fun gal look i get my work done and then i play my games i get my work done there's just times in class where it's really like i'm not doing anything like That's- that play wasn't it wasn't some like major Tony winning thing. It was just a play that someone wrote and I was just really tired and then my ADHD just was like I have to keep typing out. Like not to brag, but like I don't have a 4.0 because I like mess around all the time. I have a 4.0 because I do my work, I get it done, I do it good, and then I say, "Hey, I have extra time. You know what I'm going to do?" I'm going to play, like, the coffee shop simulator game that they have on Cool Math Games where you have to, like, raise the prices and, like, choose how much sugar is going to go into the coffee to make the customers happy. Yeah, I just, I don't know, college is less stressful than I thought, although it's still early in the, early in the semester. Exactly. But, like, I just spent two hours in my house alone because all my roommates are, like, mm-hmm. out doing stuff and I'm a loser and just sitting at home. 
just running around my house lip syncing for my life i do that all the I time i closed all the blinds i have dance parties all the time oh it's so fun i just do it to like relieve stress and also because i'm like i would rather be like up and about doing something than like laying in my bed rotting so yeah i could have been on tiktok i could yeah exactly i could have been but instead i'm up and about exercising basically yeah okay so now that we've you know had our little gab sesh our to tangent. relieve because we also kind of needed it to relieve all that heavy heavy yeah. stuff that we just heard about let's get into the aftermath which is also kind of heavy so the remains of both Louisa Vesterager Jesperson and Marin Euland were flown to Copenhagen, Denmark on December 21st, 2018. Jesperson's funeral was held on July 20, uh, July 12th, 2019 in her native town of Akost, Denmark. How long was that after she was murdered? That was about a month after, or like a month and a half after she was murdered. Her body was flown back... Um, three days after it was found oh, but it just okay. took a second to have the funeral because they need to investigate mm-hmm. okay the prime minister of denmark lars locky rasmussen was in attendance Euland was buried on january 21st 2019 in jaren norway the norwegian minister of health bent hoy and the moroccan ambassador lamia Roddy attended her burial ceremony Morocco faced widespread national outrage and condemnation for its people following the attacks. 10% from its people following the attacks. 10% of Morocco's income relies on tourism, and the attacks caused a decline in this income, creating fears that these attacks might damage the tourism industry long term. Many relatives of the four main suspects in the attacks were shocked by the men's actions though some others were not. A friend of Kiali said that after he joined Salafism, sorry, Salafism, I'm going to say that one more time, Salafism. What's that? Salafism, which is a radical form of Islam, he would no longer shake her hand and overall began to act more hostile towards women. Salafism has been taking root in many impoverished villages in Morocco, which the four main suspects all lived in. It seems that social inequities across Morocco have caused many to turn to Salafism, as well as other extremist groups such as ISIS. And my mom just asked me, why were the women killed? They were killed because the men were pledging themselves to ISIS and wanted to make a show of their devotion by killing two women to show their devotion essentially to the terrorist mm-hmm. group i remember being in a history class and talking about isis mm-hmm. it might have been this news story but i don't pay attention that closely to uh, mom i pay very good attention um <laughs> i don't i don't remember stuff that well but i remember talking about someone got beheaded mm-hmm. by isis and it was like a big news story mm-hmm. and i was scared and then i was like why am i why am i scared I'm in Greenville, North Carolina. I don't think not a lot happens in Greenville, North in Carolina. Greenville, North Carolina. I mean, it could like it's never like off the radar, mm-hmm. but like it could, but it's not common. So Moroccans are overrepresented in quote unquote diaspora terrorism or terrorism taking place outside of Morocco's borders. 
Due to the increasing amount of Moroccans leaving to join ISIS, the Bureau Central d'Investigation, Judiciaire, was formed in an effort to prevent local terrorism should these people return. Morocco does show, Morocco does show remorse for the attacks, though. Vigils for Jesperson and Uland were held in Rabat, Morocco, at the embassies of Norway and Denmark, along with vigils in Marrakesh and Emil. And that is the story of the backpack beheadings in Morocco. Very heavy. Very heavy. How do you feel? Oh, there's yeah. a lot to unpack there. Such as? Uh, such as getting beheaded with a knife. I know. Like, that seems like it takes a while. Do you want the actual details of the beheading? Because I know, like, the details of how it happened in the video. Sure. You're allowed to say no. If sure, you don't let's hear, hear this. it. Let's get the viewers what they want. So, this is about to get a little intense and a little bit gory, so I apologize to the listeners. Um, I'm going to try and stay as PG-13 as I possibly can. But basically what happened was... In the video, they grab her, they mm-hmm. put her down, and they try to behead her from the front to the back. So imagine like a guillotine beheading where they put your head down and the guillotine will cut your head off from like the neck forward. Yeah. They try to do it the opposite way. Flip-flop. Which is very difficult. Yeah. So they started by doing that then realized that that was difficult so like turned her around while she was still screaming and beheaded her from the back with a knife with the knife which caused her like even more suffering like a hunting knife i don't know what kind of knife it was because it feels like a kitchen knife that's a (coughs) i assume it was whatever knife they had on hand which could likely have been a kitchen knife that's crazy Yes, just awful. That was, you know, but very heavy stuff. And I want to say I tried to keep that as like neutral of an opinion as possible. I understand that, you know, things happening in the Middle East in the Northern Africa area and that kind of stuff are a little heavy and a little bit intense right now. And I just wanted to keep that as neutral as possible and just tell you guys the story um and you know tell you the facts so i tried my best to keep it as non-political as possible and i think i did an okay job yeah but very heavy stuff but as i've been sort of kind of doing in recent club crime episodes i've been pulling in ongoing true crime and you missed last week what i was going to tell you about miss um megan the stallion and miss Nicki minaj Minaj. and how her man is um a sexual predator so you missed out on that but you know all about that so i'm gonna tell you do i know about that i'm gonna tell you of a new situation going on okay with um well i guess this man this man's my man your man is the other man from the movie. We'll talk about it. You'll understand is this, this in a second. It's Saltburn related. Okay, great. Okay. Love. <clears throat> Jacob Ellerty 
is currently involved in a police investigation. Sorry, say his last name again. Allardy? Allardy? Allardy. It's Jacob Allardy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, rewind. Y'all did not hear any of that. Um, what? Who's, hey, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. 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 What is it about? I'm riveted. It's about Saltburn. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. I didn't know that. So, Jacob Alordi is involved in a police investigation in his native country of Australia yep. after allegedly assaulting a radio producer on Saturday. Grabbed him by the throat. Um, so, Alordi, who is, of course, known for Saltburn, Euphoria. Being um, my husband. The Kissing Booth movies. No, he's my husband. Okay. You get the other one. Oh, Barry? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll deal with that. He can be my little leprechaun. Yeah, you can have the leprechaun looking one with the scary eyes. <laughs> Barry Keoghan or whatever his name is. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Apparently I'm not good with so last names. So you can get names. Keoghan right, but you can't get a Lordy right? I'm not good with last names. I can barely pronounce Amelia Gambucci. Gambucci? So, he's very famous. My mom didn't know who he was when I was telling her about him and how I was in love with him like a month ago, but... Mom, look up Jacob Ellerty. He's a very handsome man. He's six foot five, so he's exactly my type. And Australian. And Australian. But anyway, he was approached by a radio producer for the Kylie and Jackie O show, which is a famous Australian radio show. Mm-hmm. And the producer approached him and requested his bathwater as a birthday gift for Jackie O, which if you don't know, that's a reference to a very infamous scene in Saltburn that I will not be getting into because that is not safe for air. Let's just say some water was drank. And let's just say me too. Same. And let's just say me too. Anyway. A lordy who was uncomfortable with the request made basically asked the producer to step away as he was being filmed by the producer and asked him to delete this footage, which this eventually escalated and some one thing led to another and apparently there was an altercation. Was the altercation recorded? I don't know. I haven't seen any footage, so I don't think so. I think it was probably deleted or either handed over to the police. So let me let me get more. Let me go to a different article. Which also, that's already like an uncomfortable like. I mean, coming, to ask that the, is just so inappropriate. Having the guts to walk up to someone that you like a guest at your place mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, um." Can I have some of your bath water for personal use? It's just gross. So the man basically approached him holding Tupperware for the bath water. So this is a different article I'm reading now from the um, Los Angeles Times. Oh, so he came prepared to get it he like, right then and there. He came prepared to get it right then and there. Did he have a bath set up for him too? No. Um... But he was asking this, he was filming a Lordy, and a Lordy asked him to delete the clip. And he also asked him to, de- once it was deleted, he asked him to delete it from the recently deleted files on his phone. Yeah. Yeah. And Smart. so, basically, 
the producer is like, I don't want to delete this. If I delete this, then I have no footage that this like happened and no one will believe me. And according to the producer... that the producer asked him for his bathwater, that the producer got assaulted. That the producer got asked for the bathwater. Oh, d- why do you need footage of you asking that? And That's kind of embarrassing. According to the producer, Jacob flipped out, pushed him against the wall, and put his hands around his throat. Now, this is all alleged. This is what the producer is saying. Um, and apparently two men pulled Lordy off of the man... And the guy's name is Joshua Fox. That's the producer's name. That the, Can I say this? Mm-hmm. That sounds like a porn name. <laughs> that, that sounds like... <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're really not wrong. Is that his, is that his legal name? Probably Joshua not. Fox? That's probably his stage name because okay. he works in radio. Okay. I mean, DJ EJ is not my legal name. Yeah, there's no J in your name. Yeah, there is. And Amelia Gambucci. Amelia Jane Gambucci. Okay, you just gave away your whole legal name to the audience. Okay, and? I gave away my hometown, so, you know, we're just giving away information today. I'm not, it's not like I'm giving away my social security number. Which is... Which is... <laughs> da 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 And I didn't give away, like, my mother's maiden name. Which is... Which is... <laughs> no. That's where DJ EJ comes from. Amelia Jane. Gambucci. Gambucci. Anyways, back to the... Anyway, back to the story. Back to Joshua Fox. Um, so, Alordi is not responding to media's requests for comment. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be responding to this either. But the New South Wales police did not confirm that the actor was involved in the alleged um, incident, um, but told um, Variety that they had launched an investigation into the confrontation. So it's not confirmed whether or not this has actually happened yet, but there is an investigation ongoing. And I thought you would like that little tidbit of knowledge. Yeah, I mean... Slammed up against the wall, hand on throat. That's what he did. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. And when's it my turn? When's it my turn? <laughs> People are probably so concerned for us. Oh, most definitely. They listen. My mom's probably gonna. I'm gonna get a long paragraph text from my mom <laughs> in a few minutes. And you know what? We're just two women. Two beautiful. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a few steps away from being a woman, but what? What? We're two drag queens. Drag queen cross dressers. <laughs> who um, who just, just know what they want? Are trying to get Jacob Elordi and Barry Keoghan to come over here and get on the show. Take us on a double date, please. Take us on a double date, please. <laughs> That's all I need. Excellent. I don't think I could go on that double date because Barry Keoghan's eyes scare me. He looks... He looks like he knows what's happening in my soul. See, he's Irish and short, and so in my head that just computes as leprechaun. (laughs) Did you ever make leprechaun traps for St. Patrick's Day? No, I wasn't weird. (laughs) 
I remember my favorite leprechaun trap was my parents got a new hot water heater, mm-hmm. so they gave me the box. You know it was a good day when you're a child, when your parents give you a box that to you can play fit with. In. That you can fit in. Because you know, like, imagination time is going down. Yeah. So, I made a leprechaun trap out of it because uh-huh. I got it, like, a few days leading up to St. Patrick's Day. So I decorated it. I colored it. I was cutting holes in it for like secret entrances for the leprechaun. Mind you, I was also the founder of the um, leprechaun hunting club at my elementary school because we believed that there was a leprechaun underneath one of our classrooms. I'm sorry, huh? Um, Yes, the leprechaun hunting club. Leprechaun hunting? Yes, because we wanted to catch it. Like ongoing? Like, yeah. ongoing, there's a leprechaun under your school. Oh, yeah. Year-round. Mm-hmm. Not just during the month not of March. Not just during the month of March. Like, ongoing. And I was convinced that I saw it. Uh-huh. Like, I, I was convinced. Okay. And what maybe did, I what need did to bring like, this club. What? What did the leprechaun look like? Is the leprechaun in the room with us right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. It, actually. He's sitting right in front of me, actually. <laughs> um, you ever see the movie Leprechaun? Yes, I have actually. That movie, with Miss Jennifer Aniston. With Miss Jennifer Aniston, that movie terrified me as a little kid. I didn't watch it as a little kid. I watched it at like sixteen, so I was just sitting there cracking up the entire time. See, I was exposed to that movie whenever I was like maybe like nine or ten, mm-hmm. which is a little bit too young to have a creepy leprechaun running around trying to kill you. Yeah, but I got through it. I'm here today. But you got through it. So anyway, back to my leprechaun trap. And Barry Keoghan, I'm no longer afraid of leprechauns. Back to my leprechaun trap. So I made it, and the very next day, I put it down. I got it all ready in my living room for the leprechaun. Um, And the next day, on St. Patrick's Day, I walked into the living room, and there, inside my leprechaun trap, were leprechaun footprints and a box of Lucky Charms. Oh, wouldn't you believe that? And I was, and, and from that day on, I was blessed with lucky charms with lucky charms were they magically delicious yes because i only got a box of lucky charms once a year on saint patrick's day that was the only time i was allowed to eat sugary cereal so you like never had like reese's puffs or anything i've never had reese's puffs you never had like crave i've no i've never had crave chocolatey cereal is that the one that has chocolate on the inside yes i've never had crave the one that cuts the roof of your I mouth up. occasionally maybe had Cocoa Puffs, but that was, like, rare. During Halloween, I would maybe be, maybe be, I would maybe have um, Count Chocula. I've never had Count Chocula. I love Count Chocula. But my, like, sugary cereals that I could have were um, Frosted Mini Wheats, which are incredible. I love Frosted Mini Wheats. That's pretty good. Or Honey Nut Cheerios. Mm. That was my sugary ce- cereal. Sorry. Mm. I have the burps. <laughs> I I had sugary cereal a lot. This is just becoming to a gab, just turning into a gab session. I love it. Well, we got through the story. This can be a gab sesh. We want it to be. I know. We should start our own podcast. Yeah. Like separate from true crime, just us have, talking. Just like us talking. We'll have a topic of the of the episode. True. And then we'll see how long it takes for us to get off topic. Just like uh. Just like uh. Exactly. You're Katya and I'm Um, Trixie. We've talked about this before. We've talked about this all the time. But 
what sugary cereals were you eating are you a fruity cereal or are you like a chocolatey cereal um I'm trying to remember what's I'm more of like a chocolatey cereal. Like I remember having lots of Reese's Puffs, mm-hmm. Cocoa Puffs, Crave. Whenever that was a big, thing. I had Cookie Crunch once, but I had a little I cup of it. I remember Cookie Crisps. I had Ugh. a little cup of it. I didn't get to have a full box. I got to have a little cup of it. But that that one day like, was magical. Like at like a friend's house or something. No, my mom got it for me at a gas station. How did she find a cup of cookie crisps? They were just selling them in the gas station. Oh, like one of the mini bowls. Yeah, you know, the mini like oh, plastic. Oh, like, yeah. 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 I just think those are so cool. The little mini boxes that they used to come in. My grandma used to get those for me every time I came to visit. And it was the uh-huh. best day ever. Uh, I like, I don't know. Now I don't eat breakfast. I. That might be bad. I don't know. I try but, to, but like. I'm at the point in my life now where I'm like, if it's not like a grab and go thing, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I make my coffee in the morning and then I go to class or I go for my morning walk mm-hmm. and then I eat lunch. That's typically like, I have a pretty big lunch normally, mm-hmm. but if I do have breakfast, typically it's cereal and milk or it's a bagel. I love a good bagel. Period. But Have if you had I locks, I love locks. I've been making those recently. A the, locks bagel that sounds delicious. And I put dill on top of it. Ooh. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. But if I'm sitting, like, if I'm making breakfast for myself, I'll typically make like chorizo and eggs. Chorizo. Yeah. Where do you get chorizo? The grocery store. Like Kroger. Yeah. Oh. You can get like a link of chorizo. I don't know why chorizo just like sh- struck me as like fancy. <laughs> you were like so sh- like starstruck by that. I actually can't eat chorizo without wanting to throw up. Why? I had a bad experience with chorizo um, and now it'll never taste the same. R.I.P. That was me for R. a R. long P. time with In-N-Out Burger. I was really sick one day in elementary school and I didn't tell my parents about it. And we were about to go on a trip to go visit my grandparents. So we mm-hmm. were driving and we stopped and got in and out. And I just was not feeling good. So I ate all my in and out. And then I threw up in the back of my dad's Suburban. You weren't feeling good. So you ate all the in and out. Mm-hmm. And then I was like traumatized. And I didn't eat in and out for like six years after that. See, can't relate because I didn't grow up with in and out. I got exposed to in and out whenever I came here. And it's delicious, it's right? It's so good. I will say, though, I have to get the animal fries. Otherwise, the fries are just, like, too cardboardy. See, I love the cardboard fries. Uh, see, have I taken you to, I haven't taken you to Bojangles yet. Mm-mm, you need to. I need to. I need to introduce you to Bojangles fries. Because you can only eat those within a 10-minute period of getting them. Really? Before, like, they get soggy? No, before they get nasty. Mm. They're delicious. Hot. Warm, Hot, scorching fresh. your mouth but as soon as they get lukewarm or cold mm-mm. my dream meal would be though a uh, double double animal style with no tomato from in and out that's my order and mcdonald's fries okay i need mcdonald's to do cheese fries i mm, yeah. i'm a cheese fries person i'm a chili fry person i'm not a big fan of chili fries i love chili fries r.i.p to splash cafe in san luis obispo 
They closed uh-huh. when I got back for winter break. They were gone. Sounds like they planned it. And their only one that like is open is like 15 minutes away. I don't want to drive that far. You don't want to drive 15 minutes? The old Splash Cafe was right down the street from my high school. That was the place to go for lunch. Like you walked off campus, you went to Splash Cafe, and now it's not there anymore. Huh. That's what I felt with the Korean restaurant whenever I got back home. You know me. I love my Korean Was it gone? Yeah. It was, like, the only, like, authentic Korean restaurant Mm -hmm. that was, like, strictly Korean. Like, there's a place where I go just to get bimibap. Mm -hmm. And it's really good. It's, like, a fast food version of it, though. Mm -hmm. This place, like, had, like, the stone bowl. The rice Mm -hmm. came out sizzling. And, like, I had, like, the egg. And you mix it all up. And it came Mm -hmm. with, like, the side of, like, kimchi the potatoes mm-hmm. uh the potatoes i don't know what they're like soaked in but they're so good i'm just gonna end this episode by saying this let's stop getting rid of the best restaurants and leaving behind the poor like the gross restaurants the poor restaurants i was gonna say the poor restaurant no like the gross restaurants yeah there's a s- salad chain here that i'm really confused about salad and go yeah I don't I, like them. I've never been, but I'm confused. I feel like it's not as healthy as people think. It probably isn't. I feel like they're drowning that stuff in... Ranch. And ranch and Caesar dressing full of fat. Yeah. Well, do you have any final questions or comments or anything else you want to add about our gab sesh or about the stories? Um, don't behead people. Don't behead people. Uh... Or if you are, use something that's not a knife. Um, sorry, that was... They're not the best thing to say. The intrusive thoughts. The intru- Just saying what's on my head. Um, other comments. Come see TC... <laughs> this is so weird doing after like such a disturbing story. <laughs> um, come see TCU's Night of Drag, Sin City. TCU APO's Night of Drag. Yeah. Come see, Come see it. Come see it. February seventeenth at eight PM in the Ed Landreth Auditorium. Um, but don't try going into the Ed Landreth Auditorium audience. The show's happening on the stage, like you're sitting on the stage. Oh, so I hope keep you're forgetting. ready. Yeah, I hope you're ready. To see us whip our hair. Um Whip and Nene. Whip and we Nene? No. I don't know. I do a little chair dance. Y'all should come see that. I do a little bit of Vogue. Come on. Vogue. Okay. Well, thank you so much for once again joining the club that is Club Crime, my three-time returning guest. Triple crown winner. Triple crown winner. Miss Pearl Anniversary. Today, if you don't know, the 30th anniversary is the Pearl Anniversary. So Look that up episode before 30, I came here. Mom, Dad, time to buy me a string of pearls. Hear that, Mom? I'm going to need my pearls sent in the mail. <laughs> well i thank you so much for joining me and thank you for having me of course and to my listeners this has been club crime and please join us next week for another true crime story when we have another special guest joining us and of course once again this has been club crime